Everything is so happy. I mean, it's better than it was at the end of season one. We'll sure. say a little bit better. Yeah, sure. Nobody's kidnapped. Yeah, sure. Welcome to First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my co-host, Kaylin Clothier. How you doing? This was a really rough day for me. <laughs> and last night was even rougher because we saw Fifty Shades Free. I know. So if, for those who don't know, we record, you know, a, a couple of these at once. So uh, we have gone through the end of uh, season one and the beginning of season two all in one day. And this is a lot for me to process. Mm-hmm. I like this is a lot for me to emotionally process right now. Yeah, and I was, I, I remember because I was like, I rewatched the episodes just like getting notes sometimes. And I was like, I'm just going to rewatch like the other episodes, like other episodes like that we weren't going to record today. And I was yeah. just like, oh, I remember these. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, yikes. All right. So uh, we're starting season two of War for Black. Yay. Hooray. Season two. How, how, first reaction to the season so far. You know, it's, it feels like a season two. So far? Yeah, it feels it feels like season two. Like, this feels like a second season. So, t- make of that what you will. I don't, I don't really know what that means. It's just like a, I don't really either, but... It fe- but I feel like a lot... I, th- I guess with season two, you feel like it's getting more intense. It, like, I feel like there's a lot more... Like, it just goes full lore when you hit to a second season. Like, and first season it, is, like, gets a lot of, you know, like, the, the basics and stuff. But season two is when they just, like, blow the door wide open. They just start being like, hey, things get deep. And that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. There's some lore shit here. Yep. All right. So uh, let's start off with uh, season two, episode one, Nature Under Constraint and Vexed. I just check okay. My, I just want to check something real quick. Because I, we said... uh. That the season one episodes were, uh, all the titles were quotes from the origin of species. Yes. Season two is uh, quotes from the works of Sir Francis Bacon. Bacon? Bacon? Francis Bacon? Or yeah, Bacon? He's a, ph- he's a f- nope, Bacon. Okay. You just say Bacon. Uh, philosopher. Yep. He's a philosopher. Good I do job. Know who poop- yes, I do know who Bacon is. Mr. Yep. Bacon. Mr. Francis. All right, so we start off uh, right after where season one ended. Like literally, yeah, like, like probably like seconds. Yeah, like probably like 30 seconds that it took for... Uh, Sarah to get from Akira's room to on the street. <laughs> just running. She's running because, like, yeah. you know. She's running frantically because that's what you do. Yep. And she's trying to call anybody because, like, of the few names she has on her phone. She calls Felix. Felix is not answering because of he's doing something. He's he's busy at the moment. He's busy. Uh, she calls Allison and Kasima. Their phones are disconnected. Yes. And then she calls Paul. Paul doesn't answer, but she leaves a message to him mm-hmm. and it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. Uh, but she goes into a diner, and you were, like, convinced that something was up with the diner guy. It could have been. Well, you were like, it's a trap. It's a trap. And I was like, I don't know. I don't, is it? He could just be a really nice dude. Like Stranger Things. Like, literally, this was the Stranger Things situation. Although this came out before. I think this came out before Stranger Things. Yeah, it did. So. But it was a very similar situation. Yeah, and he's like, but he's a really nice guy. She, He gives her a free cup of tea. Yeah. It's nice. And, like, a towel. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, as she's sitting down, uh, two cowboys come in? Yeah. Because why not? Because why not? Because it's season two when we can do whatever the fuck we want. Okay. Before that, uh, Paul calls her back. Yeah. So, okay, so Paul calls Sarah back. Well, his number calls back. Rachel actually calls. Yes. And wants her to surrender herself or else uh, if she wants to see Kira again. Right. And then two cowboys come up because why not? 
Yeah, sure. Why not? Season two. And Whatever the fuck we want. She puts up her hood again, like as they're rocking really close by. Yeah. Like that does anything. My girl, my Sarah, my, my friend, putting your hood up does literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing. Also, they have like the weird conversation with this diner about eggs. Yeah. About free range eggs. Free range chickens you know, who lay the eggs. That's all we're good for. It's a metaphor. <laughs> that's all we're good for. It's a metaphor. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Kaylin. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, one of the guys sits down. And, like, I feel bad for this actor because he just, like, looks creepy. Yeah. He just looks like kind of he's going to creep on you at, like, a party like, somewhere. He kind of – I haven't watched Gotham, but he kind of looks like that kid who plays the Joker. Oh, okay. Like, I don't it, watch Gotham either, so I couldn't tell you. I just know. I've seen, like, like shots. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like, if they ever – if they don't want Jared Leto to be the Joker anymore. This guy. This guy would be decent. Seems like he'd be – do a good job. But uh, he says that uh, – because he sits down and they're talking and he says uh, – we're going to take you to Kira. And one of them also takes Sarah's gun away. And the diner guy, who turns out to be a nice guy, yeah. says, let's let the girl leave and pulls out a shotgun. Yeah. But uh, before Sarah can leave, the creepy guy shoots the diner guy in the head. In the head, just bam. And then as like. he falls down, his shotgun goes off and kills the other guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, RIP. Yeah. So we already have two fatalities in like the span of five minutes. It's just Good like job. Legend of Korra. It's just like Legend of Korra. But, and then there's a scuffle between a uh, creepy guy and Sarah, and then she gets out from, like, busting a wall uh, from the bathroom. Mm. So then she runs, and she runs to a gay, bo- a gay bar club. Yeah. Because yeah. who else would you find there? Felix. Felix. We find Felix. All of it says is who's wearing, quote, unquote, interesting clothing. <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing assless straps. <laughs> And he's high as anything. Yeah, he's I remember, like, high. Some people, but... like, I read somewhere, like, they were upset because, like, they said, like, you're just turning Felix into a gay stereotype. And I'm just like, if we think about context, he thought everything was okay. And he was probably really stressed out. And we already knew he was kind of a party guy. Yeah, like, that. that isn't outside the realm of, like, what he was first introduced as, you know? Yeah, and like like I like we said, Felix is one of the real victims here. He deserved <laughs> a night out with some with some drugs and and some random sex. Just yeah. be safe. Very well said. But Sarah tells Felix that uh, Rachel kidnapped Kira, Mrs. S. Felix is like he asks the question like, "Are you sure it wasn't Helena?" And we're saying, "No, Helena's gone." Mm-hmm. So you know, yep, she's out of the picture. She's dead because she was shot. Mm-hmm. Felix also brings up the point that they're probably tracking her phone. Mm-hmm. But uh, she gets a call anyway, and it's Paul, and she says, just wait for my call, and we'll meet somewhere, and then dumps the phone. Yeah. Like you should do. Nice. She's so smart. Yep. She then also steals somebody's phone and then goes away, mm-hmm. like you do. All right. So then we're back at Felix's place, and we've got Delphine and Cosima on the bed doing crazy science. They're doing science. They're taking Cosima's blood. They actually are doing science. They actually are doing science. <laughs> They talk about the diet and uh, what their relationship is, and Delphine says it can be whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And Kasim says, I do my own research before anybody else. Right. And there's a hug and all lesbians together, and it's real. <laughs> it's not a lie anymore, guys. It's not a lie. Like, what I, is it? I said I was going to like spoil it for you like at the one point that comes up later. Mm-hmm. I'd say if it wasn't a lie, just to let you know it's not a lie. Okay. We're good. All right. Good. It's just love. I'm really glad. What about love? Don't you want someone to care about you? So then, there's that, uh, then we go to Allison's house, and she wakes up and says, what the dickens, which I've said in, like, conversations. <laughs> I'm like, what the dickens is going on? I'm not sure I've ever heard you say that, though. 
I, I I may have and just like didn't like register. I don't say it often, but like sometimes I say it, and then I didn't. I thought I just made it up, and then I heard it on here, and I'm like, oh, dang it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Felix shows up. He's still high as a kite. He is. But tells uh, Allison about Kira, and he's being very loud and asks um, for a gun. They want they want yeah. a gun. Yeah. Um, for protection she- purposes. And uh, and uh, Allison basically says, you know, I'm trying to get my life together. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm in a musical, and it's not Cats, thank God. <laughs> it's not Cats. I'm trying to think though, because it's weird. Like, because like it all, because the that part of the conversation made it sound like it had been a while since the end of the first season. Like, and she's getting her stuff back together. But I was like, no, wait, it, this was literally a start right after. So it was it was weird how that was set up. Anyway, wait, like uh, the fact that she was like, I'm trying to get my life together. Yeah. Well, no, because she was kind of acting like that at the end, like once she like signed the contract thing. Yeah, yeah. Like she was, I think she was like starting to like get back in there in season mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's like that's brought up is like the musical, which wasn't brought up before. Yeah, that's the only thing. Right. I feel. Yeah, they just kind of like kind of shoehorn that one in there. I mean, granted, if it's like over her, like having like been in musicals before, it sounds like they were close to like opening nights, so and maybe it's just like a thing. Like she just like because obviously this isn't her entire life, right? So it might just be a thing where. Like, she only had rehearsals a couple weeks, and she wasn't a lead, you know? So, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. It might be one of the big one main plot holes. Anyway, so uh, Allison says that she has a guy, because she doesn't want to give them one of her guns because they're registered under her. Right. But she said she knows a guy, uh, a friend named Ramon. She's got a buddy named Ramon. Who sells unregistered guns. Among other things. <laughs> among uh, plenty of other things. And basically just, like, says, like, okay, tell Sarah to meet me here tomorrow. We'll have all the gun. Rachel speaks to someone in German. Oh, yeah. And then, like, we were kind of talking, so I didn't get to hear what it was. Well, you kind of got it close because you said it sounded like something about traveling. Yeah. And then it kind of basically, it sounds like it was because mm-hmm. of what happens later. And also my German is super rusty, so I need to Do you speak it like fluently or just conversationally? Um, it's, it's more conversational than anything. Okay. I wish I wish I was fluent. I'm, I'm a pretty good, like, I used to be intermediate. Uh, like intermediate high, mm-hmm. but now I'm just probably like intermediate low. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I suck and I don't practice my German. Then Sarah gets a call from Paul, or Paul calls, gets a call from Sarah and says, um, this is how we're going to do it. Meet, go to this bridge and wait for my, and like, I'll call you. Or like, don't bring your phone. Just like. Right. And uh, Sarah, uh, a stranger on a, sk- like a skateboarder dude comes up to Paul and says, ask for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Paul gives it to him and then the phone uh, gives him a phone the phone rings and it's Sarah mm-hmm. and they talk um, Sarah wants to know where Kira is uh, Paul basically at this point is not being fully tracked right so it just says what he knows basically saying Rachel's leaving on a plane with Kira soon and that there's a party at the dyad that night yeah gonna go crash a gala and uh, Paul says like they're they're tracking they're after you you gotta like run and then we see them like coming up to the skateboarding park, and there's a girl like, with, and you see the back of her head, and it's like a dark, like curly hair mm-hmm. thing, and she's on a phone. Mm-hmm. And then they go up to her, and it's not Sarah. <laughs> that was so good. And then the girl leaves, and she says to uh, Daniel, "By the way, she says up yours." That's <laughs> so good. Sarah is so good. Like she's masterful. she's a good con artist. She's masterful at what she does. And she runs away. Like you do. And then she goes on a bus and tries to get another phone from a little kid, which I just found that hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it's like, can I have your phone? Can I touch your boob? <laughs> Grab it. Cheeky. <laughs> she calls uh, Felix and Cosima. They're trying to come up with a plan to get Kira back. Mm-hmm. 
they basically like they talk about the party and that uh Delphine wanted Cosima to go to the party. Right. So like that's an interesting thing. Yeah. And they don't really have a plan and just Sarah wants a gun. <laughs> So, no plan, one gun. Speaking of the gun, Allison uh, goes to this, like, I guess it's just like a regular supermarket. Yeah. And uh, meets Ramon, and he looks about, like, 18. Yeah. Like, really. Seriously. He, But he's a nice car, because apparently he just sells everything. Like, literally everything under the sun, not just guns. He sells, like, the drugs, too. Like, any he's kind got, of... Like, all kinds of drugs. Like, unnatural, natural. Yeah. This dude's got it. And uh, But he does have guns that are unregistered, including one with a lady grip. <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> Delphine goes to the diet community after that, visits Leaky, mm-hmm. and um, basically they talk about how it seems like De- Leaky knows that Delphine's playing for the other side, mm-hmm. both ways, <laughs> and uh, gives her a vial of the Cosima's blood and says that like she's showing the same symptoms, which you were, yeah, which is definitely, I think it's definitely a betrayal, but I don't think it's like a... Well, like, in an earlier scene, Cosima was like, don't let them... Get their hands on this, and they get their hands on that, basically. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think it's like a, I'm doing this as like a job thing. I'm doing this as like a, I think these people can help. Okay. Like, I think, I don't think, I think it's a sad, like, that's, I think, I think she's just like desperate, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. But, uh, because he actually gives the blood samples to um, her buddy Scott of Scott. <laughs> Good old Scott. You like Scott? <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care. It's fine. Then we go to the Glendale Community Theater. We get a first look. At, we get um the first look at like the theater group. Yeah, they're cute. And we learn it's like a community theater thing. It's an interesting kind of musical. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. Oh my god. Uh, Allison has now. The, we found out the lead was Ainsley, <laughs> who cannot do it anymore. Because as P, you remember from the end of season one, she's dead. She's dead. She did. She did. And now Allison has a role to see everything worked out in the end. Mm-hmm. All it took was somebody choking to death. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So then there's the rehearsals and uh, Art and Angie are at the theater. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're also happy it wasn't cats. <laughs> Am I talking about well, it's not cats. <laughs> good. good. Cats is terrible. <laughs> hey. What about those memories? All That's a good moonlight. song. The, the plot. I, tell me the plot of Cats. Well, there's. Okay. So you have some cats, right? Mm-hmm. It's about as far as I <laughs> I've seen like, like Andrew Lee. Remember, Never like, seen Cats before. His company does like vi- like a couple like stuff on like you can get on like they recorded it sort of as like a movie thing. Yeah. And you can get it on like you get it on like video and DVD. Mm-hmm. I know because I've seen uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat a hundred times when I was a kid. Nice. And I saw Cats because I had that too. Because I also went to theater camp, mm-hmm. and it's a ter- it, There's no plot. It's just a bunch of singing cats. The songs are good. You act like that's a bad thing. It is. I want a plot. <laughs> I want a goddamn plot. I don't care if there's like a resurrection bullshit and old Deuteronomy, and you know, like I like the song. Like Memories, a gorgeous song. Memories. All alone in the It's also a really hard song to sing because there's like rain. That range thing is insane. I had to sing it one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was insane. Anyway. Nice. That is my rant on cats. All right. That's a good rant. Thank good, you. Good rant. One day we'll get into more musicals. <laughs> um, so they're at the theater and uh, and they see Sarah walking by because Sarah's supposed to go to the theater to get the gun. Mm-hmm. Art and Angie arrest her? I don't think they can do that, though. Yeah. I don't really get what that is. I think they. I think. I think it was mainly Angie. And Angie yeah, Angie. Yeah, Angie's like on this. She like wants to figure all this stuff out. 
Like, I don't hate Angie because of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's not very, like, like, Art's at least, like, you could tell he cares. Right. And Angie just kind of doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And, well, they have Sarah in the car. And uh, they go to the diner, which, as you remember, there was, you know, some shootings there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a witness, which was tea drinker. Tea yeah. drinker. Tea drinker. Well, Angie's saying this about Art and Sarah in the car. Uh, Sarah tells Art that they have her daughter. And he's like, well, like, we'll help you. Yeah. And the, well, the case, they, the, the case was overtaken by the feds. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they had the local people on it, but then the feds came in. So, which is a, you know, imp- important There's thing. There's a lot of people in the pockets. Yes. And then Art lets Sarah go. Mm-hmm. So, that happens. Um, yeah, because they can't do anything to her anyway. So no. So, they just let her go. Uh, we cut back to Leaky and Rachel, and uh, Rachel says she needs his office for something for like a presentation, and that uh, her and Paul are going to Taiwan on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then it's just uh, Leaky and Rachel, and they have a conversation. And Leaky says, "Did you really kidnap Sarah's family?" Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, the fact that like, Leaky wasn't like aware of this. He, yeah, he he doesn't seem to be like in on the stuff that Rachel's doing. Well, see, obviously Rachel's not a scientist. Like it seems like Leaky does the science. He does the science stuff. She does the Business. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And so they don't really, you know, dabble in the other's work. And that's kind of it, basically. And Rachel's like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. And we go back to Felix's house. And uh, they're they're trying to figure out a plan. And uh, Ramon stops by mm-hmm. with a beautiful flower arrangement. Yes. And a lovely card. How thoughtful. And very sweet of him. And there's a gun in it. And he's like, the surprise is inside. <laughs> and then he also sees Sarah Gazima and he's just like, Oh. oh, I like Ramon. Ramon's good. We all need a Ramon in our lives. Well, do we? You don't know what I do on the side. You don't do drugs. But if I, have I you would, both. it'd be good to have a Ramon. Woman, I have you pegged. You do not do drugs. I know. They call Allison to thank her for the gun, and they continue to, like trying to brainstorm an idea. Mm-hmm. And um, Allison tells them she's going over to somebody's house at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah comes up with a plan, and the main thing here is plausible deniability. Yes. So, Paul calls Sarah. Paul gets a call from Sarah. Yes. Daniel picks up and says, Sarah says, I will meet you here at 9 p.m. I'm in the red minivan to get <laughs> Daniel out of the way. <laughs> and then we also have more plausible yeah. deniability because we go to the dyad party and we see Kasima, quote unquote, yes. walking by. And then she says, shite. <laughs> it's Sarah. It's Sarah. Surprise. Uh, also, it's a little bit with Allison. She gets to Sarah Stubbs' house and uh, gets t- attacked. <laughs> kind of, and there's a pepper spray and a rape whistle. <laughs> she's, it's so good because she's really good at like self defense. And like, then she gets into these the, guys up. She gets into the car with Daniel, and they're saying like, "We're sorry." That's it. They're, they're like, "Oh, this is the wrong person." Okay. So then Sarah is at the party. She also really did. She kind of just like messed up her hair a little bit to make it kind of like dreads. Yeah. And then wore did Kasima's makeup and yeah glasses and that and her, kind of, and her jacket. So then she's trying to walk by. And uh, Delphine sees her and gives her a kiss. <laughs> nice. This is also kind of, I really like, I, again, I love it when it's like a clone playing a clone because like Sarah like, like, accepts the kiss, but she's kind of like, yeah, mm. she's like, oh, okay. But uh, no, it's so good. It's so good because it, like, it doesn't uh, just, I love when, yeah, one plays the other because it, 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 like the kind of combinations it creates is really good. And then Leaky uh, talks to Kasima, quote unquote. They kind of talk about like if they're like if she's actually going to work for her. And then she says yes under a couple conditions. Mainly, she wants her own lab, hmm. which is nice to do for your sister. Yeah. Then she hugs Doctor Leaky, taking his pass, 
And like the whole time you're looking at Delphine and she knows. She knows. Like she's got to figure it out. Yeah. And then it doesn't take her long. And then immediately when Dr. Leaky leaves, she says, you're Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. And then. Uh, Surprise. De- and, uh, but Delphine tells her where Rachel is and uh, Sarah goes off. Yes. And as Rachel's in a conference with some men after that. So the meeting's done. Sarah yeah. goes. Oh, it's like with the. What? With the. Because she's talking talk about a Supreme Court case, which is interesting. Something with like synthetic. Yeah, like talking it like kind of like how like their DNA thing works about, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it was interesting. Yeah. Which I'm sure it'll come up later. But uh, Sarah confronts Rachel and it tur- and uh, turns out that uh, Rachel has no idea where Kira is or Mrs. S. Yeah. She lied. Exactly. She lied just because she wanted to Sarah to basically come to her. Sarah, and like, there's even a thing where Rachel says, like, you're not going to shoot me. And then she points the gun at a plant and shoots it. Yeah, and Rachel, like, freaks the And then just, out. like, attacks. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. And then just says, like, it's, like, fully tagging her and just says, like, you don't own us. And I keep playing the song, you don't own me in my head. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. I mean, come on. That's, like, song kind of perfectly fits with this show. Don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to anyway, say. Anyway, Paul walks in and uh, wants to obviously, like, get everything settled down. But then mm-hmm. Sarah knocks out Rachel and, like, points the gun at Paul. And uh, I like this. She just, like, hits him in the face. And she's like, and he's like, really? The face? And then he's like, go, I'll figure it out. <laughs> it's good. And Sarah goes to Art's house. Hooray. Yes. Yeah. You were happy about this. I was... Yeah, well, it was it was good because because Art needed to be let in on some things, and finally, well, before that, yeah, they talk about Kira, yes, and because um, he has like the stuff from Maggie Chen out, mm-hmm. which is interesting, and he's and uh, Sarah says to him the diet people didn't take Kira. He says, "I know they're calling the shooting domestic terrorism. Yeah, they're a religious group." Yes. And they're probably the And the second I heard that when I first watched it, I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, terrified. Oh, my God. No, I was terrified because, like, here's the thing. Yes. Both are not probably, both are not good. Correct. But I feel like at least with, like, the knee illusionist and the dyad. Yeah. I'm not worried that Kira's going to get murdered. Right, right, right. You're not as worried about, you know, the execution aspect of it. Like, thing. I feel like, like, no matter what, like, the knee illusionist would never kill Kira because, like, they, you know. They'd probably just do a bunch of experiments on her. Yeah. But at least she's not going to definitely die. Correct. I'm not sure about the Prolethians. Yeah. Like, They're I've, super messed up. Especially considering, like, the whole, like, God thing and, like, Kira might be considered an abomination. hmm So I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. Especially that one part, like, like at the end, where, like, you see, her, like, this, like, somebody, like, brushing her hair mm-hmm. and for a picture, and you're just like, Ugh. I know. But anyway, as we see that, we cut to a hospital, and somebody's stumbling around, and it's Helena! Yeah, she's alive. Yeah. How are you not surprised? I don't know. Like, because, like, she was clearly, like, not moving at the end of season one. I know things. <laughs> Did you know? Was that spoiled for you? I'm not sure if it was. I'm not sure, actually. I don't know if I actually knew that. Oh, but, just like, like, just, like, it's, like, I don't know. She has plot armor. Like, I feel like she's, like, too vital to the plot to, like, die. I just, I, mm, I just assumed because, like, she was a bad guy season. I think when I first watched it, I was just like, oh, well, she's a bad guy season one. Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, she's dead. And, like, the way, like, Sarah shot. Yeah. It was like pretty blank in the heart, as yeah. we actually works, as it explained in the next episode. Yeah. She should be dead. And she's pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the power of duct tape, she's okay. Right. It all worked out. But I love the line where she's just like, excuse me, my sister shot me. <laughs> and then just falls down. 
So that was fun. Also, I think probably because of um, I had I think I had, I think when I finished season one, I think I had to have to wait like a couple months until season two. Yeah. So you kind of just like, and I'm like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Like moved on to other and then things. she comes back. We're just like, what? Oh yeah. Can't kill that bitch. And uh, that's the end of that episode. Yeah. So the beginning of season two. How you doing? It's certainly a thing that started. It's mm-hmm. certainly a thing. Um. Yeah. It it set up a lot of like. Just a lot of question marks. Just a lot of like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. You know, because you're unsure of like who's what and when and where and why. Yeah. But it was an interesting kind of start. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I really like this. I don't know if there's much else to say. It's just a good episode. I kind of, I feel like a bit more interesting stuff. Like, definitely interesting stuff happened. Like one, you know, a character you thought was dead is alive. Yeah. Um, There's a musical. There's a musical. Art gets more involved. Yeah. You're happy about that. Yeah. I like but that. I think it's you see it more in the next episode. Yeah. So let's just jump into that. Let's do that when we come back. We'll, we're going to take a quick break and then we will come back. Bye. Stay tuned. Take a minute to talk about a cool site to buy movies and TV shows at really great prices. Deepdiscount.com. Hey, yeah, it's that site we keep talking about, but for good reason. Because it's our sponsor and an awesome website to find a ton of cool stuff without spending a lot of money. Because as we all know, nobody wants to spend a ton of money. No, especially us. We do not want to spend a ton of money. Unless, I mean, well, no, we don't want to spend a ton of money. Even if it's for something really nice, we still don't want to spend a ton of money. No, we want to get that for as great a discount as we can. It's always nice if you get it for a great discount, and it's still awesome. Yes, exactly. Throughout the entire month of March, Deep Discount is having their Shark Madness site, which is a bunch of stuff at even lower prices if you see several icons and coupon codes. Yeah, and they have like all kinds of genres on there that you can click in. So it's not just your action, it's not just your comedy. You can get all kinds of stuff. But also, you can pre-order... On 4K Ultra, The Last Jedi! Yeah, and as you know, if you listen to this show, that we, uh, we really like that one. We do, it's, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I'd say right now it's one of the best Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. You probably, I think you need, you need, like, to wait a couple yeah, years. Yeah, wait, wait a few years before you, like, give it an official ranking, but it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. It's definitely up there, and you can pre-order it for when it's released on March 27, 2018 on 4K Ultra for about 30 bucks. Hey! That's a great, that's a great price that for something a... that is going to look gorgeous on your television. I know, it's going to look so, so good. The name says it all. At deepdiscount.com, everything is deeply discounted. It's crazy how low the prices are. Again, like we said, it's insane. So many shows, so many choices. Blu-rays, DVDs, and even 4K at all great prices. Go to deepdiscount.com. Support our sponsor and be good to yourself. Buy your favorites and watch what you want, when you want. Check it out now. Thank you, Deep Discount. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're back. We're back. Trebek. Hooray. And uh, Second episode. Second episode, which is called yeah. Governed by Sound Reason and True Religion. Okay. Yeah, that sounds totally sounds great. Sounds like it works. That sounds totally awesome. Yeah. We will... Okay, we're going to start off with Sarah. And she is at Art's apartment. Art knows everything now. He's involved. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. He's all caught up. And he's all he's And he on believes board. it. Like, we don't see a point yeah. where, like, he doesn't believe it, but, like... Yeah, he's on board. He's on board. We're good. I mean, because it makes sense. Yeah. 
Like, what else is it going to be? <laughs> so they're at uh, Sarah's apartment, not Sarah's apartment, Art's apartment, and Felix stops by, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like he's 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 sober now. Right. We all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets a call, and it's from Kira. Yes. And Kira's scared, and mm-hmm. she's like talking on the hotel phone, and she's just like, I don't know where I am. There's a scary man, and the scary man comes in mm-hmm. and just like disconnects. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, no. This is bad. Sarah and Art pinpoint where the call came from. It was a hotel. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the hotel. But, but, but first, uh, uh, Felix gives them new clone phones. Yay. And yeah. they're season two phones. Yay. And they're green instead of pink. Yep. Nice. So then they get there and um, the hotel people say that they checked that about an hour ago. They go to the hotel room. They, uh, Sarah finds the picture that Kira obviously drew. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Daniel shows up. Says, hooray. Got it, and yeah. Art decides to like try to arrest him, I guess. Yeah, he's trying to get he he's he's kind of pissed at him. He wants to, I guess, try to get some info off him. Yeah, Sarah then has a like sees a bunch of like sees something like come Kira's clothing mm-hmm. and follows it down to a laundry room. Yeah, falls to a car. It's like a slow up thing of like there's an open trunk. Right, and you're like, what's in the trunk? What's in the trunk? Nothing. 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 Was in nothing was. In the well, trunk. then the creepy guy comes. I like that weird guy. Yeah, and uh, says if you want to see Kira again, get in the trunk. Yeah. So that's fun. That was great. Great time. Great time to be had all around. All right. Let's go to um, Allison. <laughs> oh, Allison. So we start off at Ainsley's funeral. Yes. Oh, and like people are just like bad mouthing Allison. Yeah. Because they're like, why is she here? Because I, how could you be here after sleeping with Chad? And I'm like, everybody slept with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a special thing at this point. Everyone just does it. Yeah. But, like, she's pretty okay, and she's with Donnie and her kids, and her kids steal some of Ainsley's flowers. Mm-hmm. It's great. Awesome. But um, as Donnie's trying to help the kids, like, get the flowers back, she sees his phone, and there's some uh, interesting text messages. Yes, some very incriminating text messages. And then Allison's back on the alcohol. And, yeah, but <laughs> that didn't take long. Nope. We go back to the uh, musical rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And you were just, like, like you're, I, I love how confused you are about this musical. I don't understand what the well. I think I understand what the plot of this musical is, and it seems very relevant. That it's a murder. It's about it's about cleaning up a dead body. Okay, so uh, history on the musical. It's called Blood Ties. Blood Ties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's real. Is it? Is it? Uh, yeah, it was developed in uh, 2009 by Toronto-based duo Anita Johnson and Barbara Johnson. Okay. Or uh, sorry, Anita or Akita Johnson and Barbara Johnston. Oh man. And uh, Blood Ties follows three friends who return to their hometown for a wedding, only to find themselves forced to clean up after the apparent suicide of the bride's on- uncle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it, um, it's loosely based on something that happened to Johnston's parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's real. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Isn't it? That's, and this is also a great musical for Allison to be doing. Yes. And, who has experience. And she's like, she's not doing well, guys. She's no. going back down the dark path. Yep. And uh, then Felix comes to the rehearsal, and uh, they have a discussion, basically saying, like, Donnie is my monitor, and Felix is like, calm down, it's probably not, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then Allison admits to Do- uh, Felix that she killed, she killed Ainsley, and he's just like, what? Mm-hmm. And like, she tells him the whole thing. And then he's, and she's like, I killed Ainsley. And he's like, no. I mean, kind of. Not really. Like a little bit. But then they have an idea for like bait. Yes. We'll go to uh, Cosima real quick. Okay. So she's meeting with uh, Dr. Leakey and Delphine. 
and basically saying, like, were you involved with whatever Sarah did, including kicking Rachel's ass? <laughs> nice. And um, she says, like, what? No, I would never. What? No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Thanks, Marky Mark. Aww. And Duffy's kind of help out by saying, she's a carn artist. And, like, we don't trust her. It's like, yeah, obviously. And uh, like, he's like, you know what? Fine. Like, it's okay. And uh, you, we still want you to do, like, your own work. And uh, we're going to give you your own lab. And she gets Yay. a lab. And it looks like a prison. Yep, it has that kind of vibe to it, that kind of prison vibe. But Delphine's like, we can customize it. We can make it look however you want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here's hoping. And uh, they, I'm going to finish up with Seamus' thing real quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are excited to like, and Delphine's making a list. And then they, it looks like they might have sex in the lab. Yep, they're just going to, they're going to do some science. Not real science. Science. Well, is sex science? Sure. All right. But then Rachel has to come in and ruins everything. Yeah. But, uh, and then she tells Duffy to leave. And this, I just, like, I love this, like, conversation between the two of uh, Kasim and Rachel. Rachel's like, so, you're gay. <laughs> it was such, like, I understand what it was in the context, but it just, like, like I totally wasn't expecting it. It just kind of came out. I was like, oh, yeah. But oh, then Kasim yeah. has, like, a good line, which is, like, my sexuality isn't the most interesting thing about me. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him. Stick it to the, stick it to the man. And, uh, Rachel points out that, like, some, uh, some of the stuff is elevated in her medical testing mm -hmm. that she has her genome and so that she can research it. And we point out that the original is not useful mm -hmm. or somewhere. Mm -hmm. Who knows? And also they have information on uh, Rachel wants information on Sarah to find out why she can have a child. Right. Which is interesting. She seems like she really wants to know that information. She wants to know that information, but it's also I kind of want to know that information. Yeah, it's a good it's a good piece of information to have. Yes. Because, you know, it's weird. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see how Elena's doing. <laughs> She's not well. Well, no, she was just shot. She's never well. But uh, In any capacity. There's police there. Like, there's police there, and the doctors are trying to help her out. Yeah. Um, and they don't know she is. She's just Jane Doe. And uh, there's um, a couple of religious people there. Yes. Yeah, we, meet them, we, we meet them back at their Amish cult farm. Yeah. <laughs> Amish cult farm. That's, yep. You know, that's totally okay when you hear that. Yeah. I don't know if they reveal the guy, the the main guy's name. Although we meet him when he's, I guess, I don't know what he was doing to that cow. Mm -hmm, mm. Um, he so, was doing something. Something with a cervix. Something, like thing, yep. Which is weird because like, the one guy like, put it in his mouth. And I'm like, guy. Uh, that, to be fair, that was before it went up the. But still, that's not That's not sanitary. No, not at all. Uh, I don't. This might get confusing because so like with names, but uh, the guy, the the head guy's name. I might really yeah. the so it's the creepy guy and the other guy and the head guy. Yeah, the head guy's name. I don't know his first name, but his first name is Hendrick. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Okay, that, but, but like it, it might get confusing. Yeah, it's gonna get confusing. And then the creepy guy's name is Mark. Mark. He looked less creepy, though. Yeah, not as creepy, but still kind of creepy. Like, he still just has that kind of way about Something him. Something tells me that, like, he's creepy just for, like, presentation speak, if he right. has to do something. But, like, in the actuality, he seems kind of awkward. Yeah, just kind of weird, dude. Yep. So we meet them, and then uh, uh, Angie's kind of trying to look into the Jane Doe thing with Helena. Mm -hmm. And as she's going to, she's not, Helena's not in the bed anymore. It turns out Mark took her, and they're going to the cult camp. Farm. Yay. Hooray. What's the worst that can happen? We're going we're going to a cult camp. 
We're going to have a good time. <laughs> so then we cut back to Sarah, and uh, she was in the trunk of a car. Now she's out, and the creepy guy is, uh, like, helping her get out of the car. Yeah. Then uh, she's about to fight him, and then somebody grabs her, and it's Mrs. S. Yeah. How do we feel about Mrs. S right now? She, we're feeling a little shifty about her. Mm-hmm. She's like, she like, she's got some secrets that she's obviously not sharing with the whole class. Yeah. And we should definitely know because there's a, some serious stuff going on. But it turns out the guy's a friend of hers. Yeah. And uh, he releases her, and then takes the phone, and like disconnects the battery, and then leaves. So bye bye. Mm-hmm. So long. And, well, there's one point when like Mrs. Uh, Sarah asks, "Who side are you on?" And S says, "Yours, always yours." Yeah. So that kind of that always intrigued me. Yeah. That like she definitely knows something, but like I feel like at the end of the day, she's looking after she's looking out for her kids. Right. And then they go on a nice little hike mm-hmm. to get back to the wherever they were because basically we find like basically Akira's fine. Yeah. He's always fine. She gets hit by a car. She's fine. She gets kidnapped. She's fine. <laughs> I don't know if it's kidnapped if your grandma, who had legal guardianship of you, took you. Mm-hmm. But sure. um, no, sure, the legal guardian can kidnap you. It happens all the time. That's true. But um, the more fi- you know, Mrs. S. Um, basically said that she's the one who ransacked the house because she knew people watching. So she ransacked it, took Kira, and left. Mm-hmm. And that they're at their own. Uh, they're at the with the bird watchers. Yes, which is like her old network, and uh, they're gonna help uh, her. They're gonna help them get out. And, like, be safe. So we meet uh, Brenda and her son, Barry. Yes. And they seem pleasant. Sure. They, seem, they seem fine. Yeah. No, at first they're fine. It's like they're, like, some old family friends. And you're like, oh, yeah, old family friends. And then Sarah's reunited with Kira. Yay. And it's great. Why does that happen a lot? They're always, like, apart, but then they're together. But then they're apart, but then they're together. Well, the first time it was Sarah's fault. Yeah, it's true. And uh, well, it's always, always a little bit kind of serious. Yeah, but like the first time was because Sarah was just a bad mother. Yeah, true. The other times it was people are trying to murder her. Yeah, that's a good point. You right? Yep, I know. And uh, there's an interesting like because they reunite and Sarah says like, "Are you okay?" And like here, just kind of like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. And you kind of can tell that she's not fully. She's like here's pretty perceptive, like. She knows when stuff's up. She knows something's up. Like, Kira, like, wants to tell her about something, but knows, like, they're in public, so, like, she can't. Mrs. S and Sarah talk about what's the next plan, and basically says, uh, there's a, there's a, we've got a driver, they're going to take us to the airport, we're going to get a red eye to London. Yeah. And it's, there's only two passports, and it's for Kira and Mrs. S. Right. And, uh, because, I, I guess Mrs. S didn't know that Sarah was going to come, or, like, wasn't 100% sure. I think it was more like Sarah has a lot of trouble following her. <laughs> so like let's just like I'm gonna take her away yeah. and like when you get this sorted out, you and Felix can Yeah, come. it's like when it's safe. Yeah. Which is I think that's fi- it's that's a, fair. That's yeah. fair, that's fine. Yeah. So there is that. Uh let's cut back to Allison and uh they her and uh Felix are planning bait for Donnie. Mm-hmm. And the bait is that uh she needs to go meet up with somebody named Sarah. Yeah, and it seems kind of urgent. It does. Mm-hmm. So they meet up at Ainsley's grave, and we meet Sarah, and it's Sarah Stubbs, who's Sarah, in the play. Yeah, who's one of, who's in the play, and she's like super nice. So she's just like a total. She's adorable. Sweetheart. She's just like a total sweetheart because she's like all like pro. But like Donnie followed her and called Leaky. Yeah, he said I think Alice is meeting up with somebody named Sarah. Yeah, and then it's not. And but then, it's the wrong. Well, no, it is Sarah, but he doesn't know who Sarah is. So like Leaky tells him it's the wrong Sarah. Yeah, but this is basically, and there's like a conversation between the two of them. This basically like confirms Donnie was the monitor all along. Yeah. So you know, Ainsley died for nothing. It's just sad. I mean, she was a bitch, but you know. Yeah. 
So there's that. Uh, cut back to uh, Helena. She's taken out of the hospital. She's taken to this cult farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we meet a uh, redhead woman, girl. Girl, she's like, yes. Named Gracie. Okay. Who seems to be uh, Hendrick's daughter. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, he's bringing, and she's kind of unsure about what Helena is, too. Yeah, she calls her in it. I think that's just like how they're raised. Like they're interesting because, like, you see, because you see Tomas, yeah, at, at like Helena's like bed, and he's whipping himself, yeah, with a belt. Yeah, he's he's into that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and uh, but they give her food, and it's kind of inter- I kind of find this interesting because like Tomas is like super like no science, just like religion. Yeah, and the way that Hendrick kind of works is um, like we can use science. Like like I think I think the one thing he used with the cow is like. It's up to the Lord now. We're just going to, like, give him a hand. Yeah. That's kind of how he sees it. Right. Which is interesting. He said he went to MIT. Yeah, he did. Which is interesting. So Tomas and uh, Hendrick are having a discussion. Mm-hmm. Or they're talking about, they're, like, they're like at Helena's side, and uh, they're discussing, like, I don't know how she survived. We find out how Helena survived. Turns out, organs are, all, all the organs are on the opposite side of the body. Yeah, she has, she's a mirror. Which yeah, sometimes a, happens with identical twins. It's a condition. It's a real condition. Yeah, situs inversus. Situs inversus, which I'm is a that. congenital condition. Uh, it's reversed or mirrored, and um, there is, uh, the re- uh, the big thing is I find interesting. There's no medical symptoms or complications resulting from the condition. Mm-hmm. You might have like the the main thing is that you might have some like cardiac problems, and a lot of times it goes undiagnosed. Ah, and but I found that I didn't find anything about it being like. Mainly, like, with twins, although it okay. seems likely. Yeah. But uh, famous people with Ooh. this condition. Oh, please share. Enrique Iglesias. Oh. Catherine O'Hara. Okay. And Donny Osmond. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a fun fact. Yeah. You're welcome. I really love, I love fun facts. Yep. So that's that. But that's, I, like, because, like, were you wondering how Helena survived? Yeah, it was interesting. Because, like, I've, yeah, because... Sometimes it like you know they do the thing. It's like oh, I just barely missed, but like that makes sense. That's it, like a really interesting kind of way of putting it. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that, and uh, we cut back to Sarah at the bird house, the bird watcher's place, and it's uh, they're eating dinner, and um, Barry gets a call from the driver, and he goes yeah. out to take it, and uh, either Kira is tired or she's just pretending to be tired, right? And uh, so then it says, says to Sarah, take her up to bed. And uh, like take a quick nap, quick nap, and then we'll be mm-hmm. off. But then Sarah says to Kira, "Like, what do you need to tell me?" And she's just like, "I don't like it here." Yeah. And then Sarah shows her the picture. Uh, she showed Mrs. S's picture earlier, and Mrs. S just like acting like dumbfounded. She's like, well, I don't really, I don't, which I don't, we'll get to. I've never seen that movie before. Oh, really? And then Kira says, "I saw Mrs. S. Mrs. S. saw the picture when she was snooping through Amelia's stuff." Yeah. So then Sarah's like, "Okay, we're gonna go." Yeah, it's like, this is a good sign for us to leave. Yeah, so then they try to sneak out quietly. We find out that um, the driver was delayed mm-hmm. and that Barry needs to make a call in an hour. And mm-hmm. Mrs. S is kind of about it. And then as uh, Sarah and Kira are trying to get, they get into the truck and they're trying to start it up and then they hear them. Mm-hmm. And then Barry kind of like runs to get them. Mm-hmm. Mrs. S is about to run too, but then Brenda holds a gun to her head. 
And she's like, Brenda's kind of being a bit brutal because mm-hmm. she's like, she's just a kid. She's just a little girl. And Brenda's like, we were all little girls once. I was like, dang. Damn. Yeah. But then tough. the badass that is Mrs. S. Yeah. Just like clops her. Yep. And like gets like like the knife and the carving thing. Yeah. And just like sticks her hands. Pins her down. Pins her down. Pins her down. It was great. Through, through the flesh onto the table. Oh, it was so nice. And um, then Barry finds, finds Sarah and Kira and uh, tries to attack them and get them out, mm-hmm. uh, breaking the window and keeps attacking. And uh, Sarah tells Kira to like, hide at one point, which is important. Yeah. And um, as uh, Barry's attacking and Sarah kicks him off, Mrs. S shoots him in the head with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. He just, bam. Old, old family friend. Just like that. Like, you betrayed my family. You. Yeah, and uh, Sarah goes off in the car, like seeing Mrs. S. Kira doesn't see anything, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, it's good. You keep you keep your head down, child. <laughs> yes, and then so then Sarah gets away, and I love this shot. Like Mrs. S. Like comes in, and you see Brenda just like pinned down, mm-hmm. and like she's starting to cry a bit, and then you just see uh, Mrs. S. Like I think it's like recharge the shotgun thing, yeah. and so then and then you see Brenda's face, like knowing like oh her son's dead. Yeah. And um, Mrs. S. like, why? What's going on? It turns out that uh, they became Prolethians or found God. They found God, and it turns out that God has deep pockets. He does. So they find. So they basically sold them out to the Prolethians. And then Brenda says, "Who are these? Who, what's going on? Who are these children?" Mrs. S. says, "They're Project Lita, which is important." Mm-hmm. And then Brenda says, "I don't know who that is." Good shot. Yeah. Shot through the heart. And you're to blame, darling. You give up um, a bad name. Then we cut oh, to bro. Felix, and uh, he's waiting for Sarah and Kira, and they're about to go on a trip, and he gets a call from Allison, mm-hmm. and basically saying, Donnie's definitely my monitor. Can you help me? And Felix's yeah. like, I'm going away. Yeah. And it's kind of like a thing of, like, everybody's just, like, kind of doing their own thing, and, like, nobody's paying attention to anybody else, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But we all got our own shit going on. And... Uh, Allison's probably not, probably going to lose it very, very soon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but obviously, uh, Sarah here and Felix are going to just like go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, I do. Oh, I do not. Well, you'll find out next month. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and, uh, so they're going to go away and then we cut back to, um, Colt Farm and, uh, Hendrick and Tomas are talking and uh, you see Mark kind of, like, pulling out a nail gun. And, like, I think they wanted you to think, because, like, they show, like, a shot of Hendrick with a cow. So you think, I think they wanted you to think they're going to put, put down the put cow. Put down the cow, because they talk about something about being lame. They do so, put like, they do put down a cow, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Tomas. <laughs> Good riddance. Good riddance, man. Fuck him. Yeah. You didn't care about that. Nope, not care about that. So guy that's at all. the end of that episode. Wow, we got three deaths in one episode. That's that's good, good time, good time all around. How are you doing? I'm doing, doing pretty, pretty all right here. That was a lot to take in. It was, but yeah. you did it. Yeah, well, it's so weird because they like introduced and like kind of shot down like this whole like it's not a, like not like a society thing, but like a secret kind of like group of people who are like helping people out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. But like, you like saw them in the one episode, and they're like out the next episode, and you're like, oh, okay. So like, that was kind of interesting, and that yeah, that, that definitely felt very like singular, and which it, which stands out. I feel like in this show, because in this show, everything always feels like it's following the one plot line, which is always carried over to other episodes. And this one had like that one little thing that like was contained in an episode. Oh, right, the, like the religious stuff. 
Not the religious, the um, oh, like, the, like the bird watcher people. Yeah, I think, I guess like, but that's kind of like, it did lead from like different plot points and that they're going to stop that. And now uh, we're going to go on a camping trip with Felix and Sarah and Kira. Yay. What's the worst that could happen? A lot of things could happen. It could be very bad. I don't know if there's much else to talk about. I'm kind of, what are you thinking about Rachel? That's, I'm really glad you asked because that was the one point I wanted to touch on. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't, uh, Rachel is interesting because I feel like Rachel just like went from like zero to 100 like on the antagonist scale really quickly because I feel like they didn't really, like they only, they teased her appearance like for half a second in like episode nine of last season. Mm-hmm. Then she kind of came in on episode 10 and then you start season two off on the first episode and now she's like the antagonist. Yeah. Like it like she like kind of went from kind of like a man- minor antagonist to like somebody who's like here to somebody like, oh no, this is the person we're worried about. And it felt like it was like kind of the flip of the switch. There wasn't like a single kind of defining moment where it was like, and there there wasn't, there wasn't, but there wasn't really like, because it was more like on this leaky guy. And then like this chick shows up and I felt like it was real like, okay, now we're focused on her. And now she's like, we're going to act like it was her the whole time we were focusing on in season one. That really wasn't the case. So it was kind of interesting to me. I think it's like for me, they're kind of just like shifting from like just the police of the villains to like the neo illusionists yeah. and like the dyad community of the mm-hmm. villains. Because okay. it seems like we might want to be like building up Rachel as like a character. Yeah. Who knows? Like, I don't think they went from, like, 0 to 100 because, like, she always just came off as, like, a bitch. Yeah. Well, no, and 0 and 100 has been, like, the focus on her as an antagonist because I feel like the focus, like, went, like, super fast. Yeah. It shifted in a, in a, in a kind of a I mean, do you have a problem manner. with that? Or you kind of, like... No, I just... I, I noticed it for... I usually praise the show on, like, good pacing, like, building things up really well. And mm-hmm. that was a thing that, that didn't really build up as more as just, like, there suddenly. So um, I think the one thing that interests me with Rachel is that like she seems really obsessed with finding out why Sarah can have a child. Yes, I noticed that. But it wasn't I don't think it but like it's kind of clear it's not just because it's interesting. Right. She's yeah. definitely got has a personal tie to it. Yeah. Which can mean which you know, I think is interesting. You want to do a co- quick comment corner? We don't have any more. Oh, all right then. <laughs> We're good. So, yeah, we read comments on the show, and sometimes we get through them all in a day, and we don't have any right now. But that means you have to go and listen, and then leave comments or leave ra- uh, yeah, ratings and reviews. Because like, that's, cause that's that? it that we all have for this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. And if you want to be in our comment corner, leave a comment on our YouTube channel at wittyclothes.com. Uh, or leave no, us a review. Did you say WittyClothes.com? WittyClothes.com. We don't, we don't have a WittyClothes.com. <laughs> Productions on YouTube. Yes. Or leave us a review on iTunes under WittyClothes. Also like us on or rate us on either of those. And subscribe yeah, on YouTube it. and subscribe on iTunes because that is a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at WittyClothes Productions and you can like us. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. You can follow us on We tw- like you. We can follow us on Twitter at WittyClothes. Yeah. And do all that. Uh, we are on Patreon if you want to, you know, give us some money. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, we have an email, woodyclothes at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Send us a message. All right. Uh, Kaylin probably needs a nap after all of this. I need like a 12-hour nap. Yep. It's intense. Intense. Need a coma. All right. So uh, we'll see you guys. We'll hear you whatever next time on First Action Fan Reaction. Peace. Peace. Peace.